0: Would subscribe to the podcast, and that way you never miss a new episode. Additionally, when you subscribe, if you could rate and review, we would really appreciate that as well. We are also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook, so please give us a follow at Louisiana Ladies Podcast and Maggie. You can reach us at our email address, LouisianaLadiesPodcast at gmail.com. back with another episode of louisiana ladies and being that it is february and valentine's day is in february we have we're gonna have some couples as guests this month and i'm super excited to have jacob and courtney Wagstaff. back
1: hey guys good morning good
2: morning
0: <laughs> jacob is um here because we made him be here right jacob pretty much <laughs> and we also have maggie and Jacob are both a little tired because y'all went to the LSU game last night.
2: Yeah, disappointing. I sure. didn't
0: stink to stay up so late, and then they lose. Yeah. I would I would not even be sad if we had pulled it together at the end, but you just leave and you're mad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's not what we want to talk about, though. We want to talk about Courtney and Jacob. So, um, Jacob is a partner at the firm. That is how we met. I don't think I knew you in a, before no, this. No, I don't think so. Never crossed paths. Nope. Even though listeners Jacob and I are almost the exact same age he is literally two days older than I am did you know that Courtney I did yeah so um we are both Scorpios your personalities are so much alike and it is very obvious sometimes (laughs) that we're both Scorpios so anyway okay so Jacob we'll start with you where are you from
2: Reserve Louisiana okay St. John Parish
0: okay so where is that
2: uh, it's about 55 miles from Baton Rouge, um, towards New Orleans, 35 miles from New Orleans. Um, so dead, dead set in the middle of New Orleans and Baton Rouge.
0: Okay. And you went, you were there through college?
2: I, I was born and raised there. Um, so I was actually born in Metairie, uh, but my, my mom was, um, from reserve, grew up there, stayed there her whole life up until a couple of years ago. Um, I grew up there um, until I went to LSU in 99 and um, actually moved back to attend Southeastern um, in 2002. So, uh, Okay,
0: so you went to LSU? Yeah. At one point? Three, three semesters. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I knew that about you. Yep.
2: Uh, fall, fall of 99 till I guess that would be um, fall of 2000.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you mm-hmm. graduated high school then at in 99. That's correct. Okay, so I graduated in 2000. So you were like the young kid.
2: Youngest youngest guy in my class. Okay,
0: yeah. I was the old one. Like, mm-hmm. I was the first person to get my driver's license and a car and stuff like that. Okay, so why did you transfer from LSU to Southeastern?
2: Uh, number of reasons. Okay. Yeah. Just wasn't a good fit? Um, broke college kid. Had no job and uh, you had to change things.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So when you started at LSU, was your major in accounting?
2: No, I did not know what I wanted to do. I, I really wanted to go into the medical field. Um, well, like, uh, something with sports medicine. Um, really hadn't pinpointed pointed it. And, um, the, um, uh, advisors at LSU, like your second semester, that made you choose something. And honestly, had a, just had someone I knew in accounting and, uh, went that route and just kind of took off.
0: Okay. So.
2: Actually, actually. Took an accounting class. It was a night class with a bunch of professionals my second semester at LSU. Um, had no idea what I was getting into. Took the first test and never went back. And saw my grade almost <laughs> almost got out of it.
0: <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. And now he's a CPA and a partner at the <laughs> yeah, lingler folks. Right. Okay. So, I mean, you know, anything is possible. Anything yeah. is possible. Okay. So you transferred to a Southeastern. I'm assuming you continued in the accounting yeah, program over yeah, there. Yeah. Graduated from Southeastern. Mm-hmm. Did you graduated
2: start May of 2003? Okay. Went back and got my MBA um, and then I was a grad assistant in the accounting department at Southeastern. Okay. Through, through grad school.
0: Okay. So, and then did you start at Falcon Winkler after
2: that? Started at Falcon Winkler um, a week after I graduated and um, been there ever since.
0: Yeah. So 15 years?
2: No. Um so 03 to 22. Um, it'll be Oh. No, I'm sorry. It was December, December of four. Um, so it will be eight eighteen years this year. Years. Yeah,
0: that's a long time. And uh, for everybody else that works at Falcon Winker, you get anniversary presents, but once you become a partner, you yeah. no longer get a present. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, actually, Scott said that he wants that he feels Are like he bosses- needs a Ruth Chris. Uh, day gifts. We do get Boston day <laughs> gifts. Thanks guys. We do get Boston day <laughs> gifts and they are fabulous. All right. So let's talk about you, Courtney. So where are you from?
1: So I was born in New Orleans, lived in Metairie, um, was in Metairie till I was in about fifth grade. Then my family moved to Destrehan. So I was there for a few years. Then my family moved to Laplace. Um, then after high school at St. Charles Catholic, went to LSU and just loved Baton Rouge and kind of been here ever since. Okay.
0: And... Correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't you Miss LSU? I was in 2002, which was my sophomore year at LSU. And in addition to Courtney being Miss LSU, Jacob was a child model. (laughs) I had to say it. They're the cutest couple ever. Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) Okay, so what is, can you just, I'm just curious about what Miss LSU, not what it means. Like, how do you, how do you become... Miss LSU.
1: So it's a true pageant. It's through the USA system. So just like you see Miss USA on TV and Miss Louisiana goes to Miss USA, Miss LSU is one of the feeder pageants that goes into that. So if you were to win Miss LSU, Miss New Orleans, any of those titles, you go on and compete in Miss Louisiana. So it's a true pageant.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that. Evening gown,
1: swimsuit, interview, on-stage interview. And so that year I went to Miss Louisiana and I got fourth runner up.
0: Wow. So, had you always done pageants, or was this just something you were like, I'm going to try to do it and see? I started in high school.
1: Okay. It was very random because I actually was a tomboy, loved soccer, ran track, did all the things, tournament soccer every weekend, and then I just decided to do the high school pageant, and I won as a sophomore, which was kind of unheard of for the high school just because it's usually a senior. Senior, yeah. And so, when I did my father, who I want to call my pageant manager, who was always my soccer coach, was like, okay, this is our new sport. We're going to take this and run with <laughs> it. So we did. And so I did pageants all through high school and then through Miss LSU in college.
0: Okay. That's so cool. That is something I would never, ever do is get in a swimsuit on stage in front of people. Is that nerve wracking? Very, okay.
1: very, very, very in
0: right. four inch heels. Right. Exactly. I'd be like, one, I'm in a swimsuit and two i I'm in four inch heels. This is going to just be like, recipe for disaster, but props to you, Courtney. Well, congratulations. Thank you.
1: It'll never happen again now, three kids later. So <laughs> that ship has sailed, but it was fun
0: back in the day. All right, so let's talk about that. So how did you two meet?
2: Um, so we actually went to rival high schools, um, okay. kind of hung around the same circles, but never really were friends, like knew each other, I guess, but never really, you know, conversated or anything. And then, um, kind of cross past a few times uh she started LSU about a year after I did so there was a semester overlap um mutual friends um in Baton Rouge um so we we crossed past a bunch but um it was probably a year later or so until we really started kind of dating okay getting, getting serious yeah All so right. we, we've always really known each other actually my sister was in pageants and she would come through the house you know talking pageant stuff and but I was a shy kid and never really. You know, open them up. So.
0: <laughs> I'm really impressed with how much you're talking right now. There Me go. too. <laughs> um, okay. So did one of y'all like each other before the other one? Or was I, it kind I of
1: I think mutual? that we both made comments to a mutual friend. Okay. It was kind of like, oh, he's, and we did graduate. Um, he's in 99. I was in 2000. So okay. we weren't the same year, but we did know of each other. Mm-hmm. But I made a comment to a friend that I thought he was good looking and he used to have these wire glasses, and I just thought he was so <laughs> handsome and looked so smart, which I loved. And then he told the same friend that he thought I was pretty, and so I think they just kind of put it together, and then finally,
2: one day, he called me
1: out of the blue. Oh, were you, were you nervous?
2: A little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how long did y'all date for? Do y'all remember?
2: Um, on and off for two years until so we got engaged, yeah.
0: Oh, was there a breakup?
2: That was a a year together, a year away, and a year together.
0: back together, (laughs) and then a year engagement. Okay. All right. All right. So,
1: how long are y'all been married now? We'll be 15 years
0: in June. All right. Okay. So, um, let's talk about the kiddos, because you have three boys. Yes. Busy life. Which, I feel like, you know, so let me just say this. Courtney always looks very put together and just adorable. So, I would have thought she would have wanted girls, but I feel like you're the perfect boy mom.
1: It's so funny you say that because if someone would have asked me, you know, before we had children, I would have definitely said girls or a boy and a girl. I always wanted a boy, but I just, yes, I I love all the things girly. I love to get dressed up, but it's so funny, but I just think God gives you exactly what you need. And now that I have three boys, I can't see my life any other way. They make my heart so happy, especially being that my husband and his career so wonderful, but he's at work a lot. It is so nice to get those big Boy mom hugs every day. If I get a haircut, I get my nails painted. They notice every little thing, and they are so sweet. So, God knew what he was doing.
0: Yeah. I feel like girls aren't as sweet sometimes.
1: (laughs) They have their moments.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. So, the oldest is... Jake. Jake. And he will be 12 in March. Right. Because I remember whenever I first uh, started here, you had announced at a staff meeting that Courtney was pregnant, but Mm -hmm. I didn't really know you. I don't think I actually knew Jacob until I was here for several years, because we were just in completely separate departments, and I just tried not to get fired, and he had been here for six years. Anyway, we'll talk no, about I was
2: that. always at clients.
0: Yeah. Jacob's very serious at work. I am not quite as serious <laughs> at work. So, all right. So, you have Jake, who's 12, mm-hmm. and then Carter? Carter.
1: Carter mm-hmm. just made nine. Okay. And he's in third grade. Mm-hmm the sweetest child on the face of the earth yeah. he literally yeah. walks around with holy water blessing everybody every night like he may be a priest
0: and i'm okay with it like yeah. he's just an angel he is an angel he just looks sweet to he me yes he's the one that wears glasses, glasses right yeah. he is uh, he yeah. looks adorable um and then the last brooks name. brooks his okay. birthday is today yeah seven years oh. old
2: yeah
0: wow happy birthday brooks seven. um so he's seven now i feel like brooks might have given y'all a run for your money. Since the day he was born. Like, he's... I don't want to say he's, <laughs> he's a terror. That sounds, makes, sounds terrible. But I'm just <laughs> no, saying, I feel like he's different than the other two.
1: He's got a really big personality. He was a very sick baby. So, I just feel like from the day he got here, it was kind of just... Life was different. But, you know, he's he's healthy now. He's got a big personality still. But he's makes straight A's in school. His teachers love him. It took a minute to get there with the whole school situation. Because mm-hmm. he just wanted to be with me. But... Now he's in first grade, straight A's, happy as can be, but yeah, strong personality. Yeah. Very strong personality. Where does he get that from? I have no idea.
2: Courtney. Courtney. Cordy.
0: <laughs> Courtney's like, I don't he know. somehow
2: <laughs> figures out how to get what he wants. It's just
0: like, <laughs> Courtney, there's nothing wrong with that. Happy wife, happy life, okay? Happy, wife, just, happy that life, happy life. It's just the reality. So, Brooks, though, whenever he was born, he he went into the hospital. I don't remember the time, how old he was when so he went to the hospital
2: for a couple of days. It was initially 10 days. He was
0: in the hospital? He was 10 days old? Yeah. He was in the
2: hospital. They ran some tests, found out nothing, and then 10 months old, he was back. And um, they found malrotation. And uh, he had to have surgery at 10 months old. What? What's that? Basically, your digestive system has twist in it. Oh. So you're, you can't properly digest food.
1: Yeah. They basically oh. had to open him up and rebuild him. They oh removed his appendix, relocated his colon, relocated his gallbladder, yeah. Yeah. and did a bypass on his stomach. That was so the like scariest major surgery
0: ever. Yeah. Yes. How long was that recovery for him?
1: Well, it's funny you ask because they said he was going to be. This will explain his personality a lot too. They said we were going to be in the hospital at least ten days. This was in it's December. A ten
2: to 14, day. 14, fourteen days. Ten to fourteen days recovery. Surgery on a Monday morning. You
1: know, tubes everywhere. Um, I was a wreck not only because my baby had surgery, but that I had two older boys that I wanted to be home for Christmas with them. And we had family just helping everywhere. Um, he was in the hospital all of four or five nights yeah. and was back home. Oh my gosh. He yes. would start Started. pulling tubes out because he didn't like this tube. He would throw a fit till we could give him a bottle, which he wasn't supposed to have right away. And the surgeon came in and he's like, he is so resilient. He is so strong. You're going up."
2: I think they gave up on him and was like, look, if he can do all this, just... If he can eat and pass it, this, we're going to get him out.
0: All right. Well, yeah, that yeah, it says a lot about his personality. So thank, thank God so he was strong because he was able to get through all of that. I, I don't know if I remember that. I remember him going to the hospital after he was born, um, but I don't remember. I don't know if I remember him having surgery. But, you know, I've been here almost 13 years. It's, it's become a blur. So, um, okay. Okay. So, I guess let's just kind of talk about, like, life with three kids and a, a partner at a CPA firm. I don't know. How, I, I honestly, I, I don't know how Jacob does this. <laughs> True. I mean, I, I,
2: my life starts at 6 in the morning and ends at 10 at night, and that's pretty much every night, and it's just not stuff. Yeah, okay. But,
1: Tell them about your morning with the boys, because that's my favorite.
2: Yeah. So, um... I've always brought Jake to school, but uh, this past year, the two younger boys have kind of caught on to that, and now uh, they want to ride with me too. Um, well, Jake has to get there from for 7.05 to catch a shuttle, because the, the school they go to is like split campus. Oh, okay. And, um, but the other boys can't get into Carpulon until like 7.15. So, there's a 10-minute gap there, and they're just like fighting and tearing up my car, and then all of a sudden, they'll stop, and they're like hugging on me, and... But then they're fighting to see who's hugging. And then they're destroying everything in my backseat again. And it's a circus, you know. But I wouldn't trade it. So that's my time with my kids.
0: Yeah, and you do that every morning. Yeah. For the most part. Yep. You know. Um, And then the boys sound like they're busy with extracurricular activities and sports. Which I feel like, I'm just going to say this, Jacob. But I feel like that's been a good thing for you in terms of work, life.
2: Yeah, I don't want to say yeah, the word
0: balance, but like priorities, right? Yeah, I'm
2: I'm a uh, I'm a person that doesn't leave like to leave tasks open, so I will stay here all night if I have to to get things done, and um, it kind of forces me to get out of the office, you know, in the evenings.
0: Yeah, and probably sometimes on the weekends too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like you used to work a lot more.
2: I did. This this last year has kind of slowed down a little bit. Just um, that they've all become involved in something um, sometimes two sports at a time that's a lot then I go on a jujitsu some evenings and it's just kind of all over the place
0: yeah you know? Um. so but I think part of the reason why you would work a lot Jacob is because you might have some control
2: I wouldn't say that
0: <laughs> okay but seriously I just want to talk about this we were talking about Jacob's calendar so I just have to explain like so I envy Jacob and his organization right because there I am Some people think I'm organized. I'm actually not that organized. I would have thought you you were. Huh? I would have thought you were. Most CPAs, first of all, most CPAs are introverted, and most CPAs are organized, and I am the opposite. I still don't know how to pass that exam, honestly. I probably shouldn't even be a CPA. Uh, But Jacob's calendar is, like, mapped out. Like, for us to schedule this
2: podcast
0: kind of gave me a little bit of anxiety because, I mean, you map out your calendar.
2: I have three kids and a wife. I
0: know that. But I'm (laughs) just saying, you actually, like, do the stuff that's on your, I mean, for work. Like, I feel like if you map out a project on your calendar, you actually do it. There's
2: actually a second calendar that you can't see. Oh, okay. That has all, like, my family stuff on it. So you should combine the two and you get, like, massive anxiety.
1: So we're both very OCD. We both live by a calendar. And we have to, just with his work schedule, three kids, activities, just life. And so we are both meticulous about a calendar. Yeah. It would make you crazy if you saw both of our yeah, calendars I don't merged them. together. But, <laughs> but so, so.
0: do y'all look at that on your iPhones? Like, how do y'all track your so activities? Like I, was,
2: I, I was able to share, like, a personal calendar mm-hmm. in Outlook with her on with her phone so calendar. she can kind of see both of my calendars.
0: Me and Patrick do that. Cuz I feel yeah. like you have to get a system together. We have to. Now, me and Patrick don't do that cuz of kids since we don't have any, but like he just called me but he knew that I was doing something. So um I don't think he and, the, the and that, I think I think that Patrick helps looks at that calendar. <laughs> no, he does not. Actually, he did look at it because we're having somebody come to our house today to fix our like shower glass door and it's, you know, between a certain time and I was like, "Oh yeah, I can't. I can't do that. You're going to have to go and let him in." And he was like, "Oh yeah, I, I checked your calendar." And I was like, "Oh, yeah. Well Patrick's goofy. He's been on the podcast too, Jacob, so the, the listeners do know how goofy Patrick is. But <laughs> he's a lot ja- of fun. He is fun. Jacob can be fun too, in the right in the right element. You know? <laughs> but Jacob is serious most of the time. Um, okay, so let's see, what other questions can we ask? I could ask so many, but I'm trying to be professional. Well, what do you do, Courtney?
1: So I work part-time right now. And then I also run the gala for our school for St. John and St. Teresa. So I organize that fundraiser, which in itself is like another part-time job. So I will say this. The kids are at this really great age right now. Like nobody's a baby or a toddler. Yeah. No one's a teenager yet. I'm going to blink and that's going to happen. But right now, Jake is not a teenager. So I feel like even though the afternoons are busy, I have time during the day. To get things done and also kind of just have some projects. So I have a few things in the works that I'm kind of working on right now. Um, maybe another podcast. I can fill you in on that. But yeah. it's kind of new right now. So, but I stay busy between just part-time job, volunteering at school, keeping our house in order. I mean, because once the kids get home at three o'clock, we're in the car. We're going to basketball. We're going to jiu-jitsu. We're everywhere, so There there may or may not be
2: a new business venture. Yes. so So
0: maybe an
1: upcoming podcast. Oh,
0: I can't wait for that. Um, So yeah, I was kind of going to ask that, and this, I I just was curious. Whenever, I guess, if y'all like thought back, like Brooks, like after he had his surgery, so he's a year or two. Like at that point in your life, I feel like, and I'm just, I'm speculating that when they were all younger. While they're doing more stuff now, and so, like, the there's more activities. I feel like when they're younger and they can't communicate, and, like, you really are actually responsible for keeping them alive.
2: Yes, yeah, so, I mean, there that was, there was a patch. You know, Courtney worked for 10 years with the Restaurant Association. That's about right. a year and a half with a, a restaurant here in town as an executive assistant to the chef and, and uh, the other owner. And, um, you know, that time is kind of when Brooks was, you know, kind of acting up in school. You both just... We wasn't, he wasn't at the best spot, and um, I just became partner. I was working a ton, and she actually stayed home for two years, just kind of taking care of the kids, taking care of the house. And, um, you know, when, when Brooks got kind of settled into school and in his routine, he got bored. You
0: know? I did. I mean, they were home. I was going to say, you don't come off to me as somebody, and this is not any – I just feel like you like <clears throat> not to be busy, but to have stuff to do. I actually it. love to be busy, so you hit the nail
1: on head. Okay. Like I have friends that are like – Why are you always dabbling in something else? Like, I'll be like, oh, I need – I'm working on this fundraiser. Oh, I'm helping plan such and such as, like, my best friend – one of my best friends turned 40, and I just helped plan her birthday party with some other girlfriends. I love anything event planning, anything, honestly, just to be busy. If it's something I like, something for a friend. So I'm always dabbling in something. And, you know, once we – once Brooks was doing a little better in school and COVID hit, I was home for a long time. So it's like as soon as normalcy came back, then I was just – Yes, let me, let me do this, let me do that, and stay busy.
0: Yeah, I, I keep forgetting. I don't know why I keep forgetting about COVID. Not much changed for me and my husband, because... We have a big office, so we came. I came to this well, office. He still works. I
1: just was teaching
0: we, three kids yeah, from home. Yes, for years. I'm, so I'm gonna he's be honest. Teaching
2: three kids at home, and I tried to work at home for like two or three weeks, and I was like, "This. Well, this that's thing, because we, isn't gonna we, happen.
0: We so. made you go home the first week yeah. because
2: Jacob wouldn't stop calling. I, I might I like, might have, have been the home? first case. <laughs> <in this office. laughs> Look, if it wasn't for COVID, like
1: this, this guy would be at work all the time. And it doesn't matter if he's sick. But that's now a thing. You can't if you're right. I know. Stay home. But that's.
0: I was like that, too, and now I'm like, oh, man, do I sound sick? Am I going to freak everyone out, you know? The world has definitely changed. Okay, so I guess between the two of you, who would you say is more stubborn? I'm going to let you answer
2: this. Depends what we're talking about.
0: I feel like we need to go three, two, one, and make them say it (laughs) aloud. Like, Okay.
2: Financial and spending? (laughs) Me. Yeah. Like...
1: We're a lot alike. It's just like, different things. Are, Her. Like, I'm OCD. Like, don't put things on my counter. Don't, you know, everything's got to be a certain way in my house. Don't just leave your keys there. There's a spot for them. Right. So, I'd probably drive him nuts and my kids. I would drive you nuts, Courtney. You would. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would. I would but when it
0: comes to, and look, I finances are his thing. So... I wouldn't say you're stubborn. I was just, again, let's say, you're, let's say you're like, you're a planner. Yeah. Like, like a big time planner. Yeah. Like, I feel like you have the next 10 years planned out. He does. He does everything mm-hmm. with our right.
1: children, our vacations, our home, everything. Yeah. And I'm just like, let's go here and let's do this. He's like, well, let's, let's do it in a planned time. I'm like, but let's just <laughs> go tomorrow.
0: So. Okay. I can you know, see that. I can definitely see that. So who would you say of the two of y'all is um, more fun or funner? I don't know which word it is, but the funnest of the two of y'all. Does that also depend on the situation? Depends on the environment. Yeah. Can yeah. Answer this. Probably me. <laughs> really?
2: Yeah.
1: You don't think you're fun, Courtney? Oh, I think I'm I think I'm very fun. But I think that Jacob does a good job of his work life and then he's got his time with his friends. And I think a lot of his team may not recognize him on a Saturday. Not for the fact that he's doing anything wrong, but he's just Once he gets in his back patio and he's cooking, which he loves to cook, he's an amazing cook. If he is cooking a gumbo and watching football, he's just so much fun and so relaxed. And so I know that's a very different version of what
0: you see here because he's very intense when it comes to work. I feel like you've gotten a little bit less intense. I feel like we've made some progress on that. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So I always forget that. So, I mean, I've been a partner. Jacob and I made partner at the same time. Right? Okay. And uh, also, I just want to point out that whenever the ad or the press release went out and they put everything in the business report, I looked 10 years older than Jacob. Like, I was like, I don't want to be with this guy. He looks so young and Aww. youthful. I look terrible. No, you did not. Anyway, so, uh, do you kind of have a baby I face?
2: I did, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, like the something. grays are coming out now. Nice. <laughs>
0: that's, what, that's what happens when you own a CBA <laughs> firm. So, I always forget because I've been, we've been a partner for, it'll be six years in June. Try. 2016, um, that I see the partners at work and I see the partners not at work. So, like, if somebody tells me they're like, Yeah, I'm just kind of intimidated by Jacob, I'm like, I mean, I get it to an extent. Or Tommy, I mean, our managing partner, I'm like, I don't know how anybody's intimidated by Tommy. I don't know either, <laughs> he's so sweet <laughs> and goofy. <laughs> yes, Tommy's so goofy sometimes, but uh, I do forget that. But yeah, the partners, we have a good uh, we have a good camaraderie, we have a good time, yeah, uh, yeah. sometimes. Almost too much. Like the time that I took Courtney's phone. What was that for? Is like Scott's engagement party, engagement party at Mm -hmm. Dawn's house. Yeah. Uh Well, see, we don't have the same case now, so I think we're good. I feel like we had the exact. Did we have the exact same case? case. Yeah. So I take her phone, and I have no idea actually taking her phone. And then I get home from an Uber, and Liz calls your phone, which I thought was my phone, so I just thought Liz was calling me. Clearly, I was confused. So anyway, so then the next morning, I text Jacob at like 7 a.m. because I am having major anxiety that Courtney is pissed off at me that I've ever Not at all. Not at all. You knew where it was. And okay. I charged it for you and everything.
1: Here's the deal. <laughs> if I wouldn't have went home and been with my husband and my kids, I would have been a nervous track because I needed to communicate. But I was with them. So mm-hmm. you can have my phone. long as my, you know,
0: yeah. my little family little five family, is together. Yeah. So I te- Jacob finally <laughs> texted me back hours later after I've been up for, you know, just frantic because <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't text Courtney ever. <laughs> uh, and he's like, hey, do you want me? I mean, I can meet you somewhere. And I'm like uh, no, I'm bringing the phone to your house. I'm the one who took the phone. And I went over there and I hadn't been to y'all's house and I had coffee for two hours and it was lovely. It was so much fun. I feel like you really got to see our lifestyle. Just the kids
1: running around playing. We sat and had coffee. We visited. Next time
0: Patrick's going to come and, you know, barbecue and hang out. Which one, isn't Jake now that's kind of like a little too cool for school? Yes. You know, like he was like, Jacob's like, I mean, it's Miss Melissa. And he was like, Was up? Or something like that.
1: (laughs) It's that middle school age. And I feel like just from the beginning of sixth grade to now, he's like a different kid. He's taller than me.
0: He is getting tall. They are getting big. Um, Yeah, I do. So I actually, when I was student teaching, um, I student taught for like half a semester middle school kids. And that's when I was like, I will never teach middle school. Not that they were bad. It's just I feel like that's a, that's a, if I think back to my middle school, like it's a hard it's time. Awful, it's all your age. Awkward, like everybody's going through different things at different times. You don't really have confidence. Yeah. I didn't have any confidence until I was in high school. And you can
1: just look at the kids, and there are some kids that are Jake's height. There are some kids that are at Jake's shoulder. There are some kids that are head taller. So they're all hitting these growth spurts at mm-hmm. different times, and that's major because your body's changing, you're getting more mature, and you know. It's, it's all on different speeds, yeah, so I think that's why I,
0: it's a lot of drama. I feel like that's kind of like when people, like, they pick on them or, like, yes. kind of bully them and stuff like that. So, um, I just, I don't think I'd ever go back to that particular uh, point yeah. in my life. No, definitely not. Okay, so what y'all got planned for 2022? Do we have any fun trips?
2: Uh, going to the beach in April after tax season, but I think that's all we have planned at this point.
0: Well, I
1: turned 40 in May, no. and it's our 15-year wedding anniversary in June. Okay, so it's a big It's year. a big year Wait, when's the anniversary? June 1? June 1st. Oh, we're the 10th. So okay. I feel like it's just a big year. But things wow. are, I'll say this, things are just really good. We're in a great chapter. The kids are all great, healthy. You know, like you said, his career is awesome, but he has dialed it back a little bit for some kids' events, which mm-hmm. has been just great that he's at all their things. And I've got some new things coming, so I just feel like it's going to be a really good year for us.
0: Yeah, Courtney will truly be 40 and fabulous. I don't know Aww. if me and Jacob are 40 and fabulous. I feel like <laughs> I'll I, be 40 I had 40 and, and shit went downhill <laughs> quickly. It's like, good Lord, I just turned 40. Um, so are I going to do anything for your 15? I mean, that's, kind of, that's a big anniversary, I feel like, 15 years.
2: We were supposed to go. We initially planned to go to LA and ended up not even booking it, just with COVID we're uncertainties. To- um, so we are going to Mexico. And then we canceled that a couple of weeks ago. Did you, uh, just
1: still some COVID restrictions, and uh, if you would get so the test, you couldn't come back. It is,
2: it three is all up in the air at this point, in time well, you know? yeah,
1: yeah, I know. But we're going to go to the beach for Easter and spend some time there with the kids, which I think will be great. Yeah. So y'all both like the beach, or do one of y'all? Do you like the beach, Jacob?
2: I like the beach, but she's like that's the only place she can go on vacation
1: because you <laughs> love the beach. No, where's my favorite <laughs> vacation place? It's not the beach. Oh, this is good. Oh, I yeah. like this question. This time. Seriously. I
2: don't know. Napa. Oh, Napa, yeah. Napa's
1: like my favorite place. Because is world. the
0: Disney world for That's adults. That's not like a
2: family vacation. Oh, no. It's like an adult vacation. So
1: our kids love Disney, and okay. I will say this. Jacob loves Disney. So Definitely. we go to Disney every other year with the kids, and I'm the girl who gets the popcorn and the Coke and all the things while they go ride the rides, and he loves rides. That's why you like, you like Disney? He much. loves Strike Me as I'm a Disney. He loves Disney. Yeah. He loves I can see Disney. It. And so many people would think he loves Disney. The fellow story. Disney yeah, lover can Disney see it. Later. I
0: can so <laughs> see it. Okay, wait. What about oh, Jacob? I'm like, you I'm know like that he the loves- person
2: that, like, I got to be in line when the park opens and I'm not leaving until it shuts down. And like she gets mad at me because she's tired, and I'm like, no. no well,
1: we've had screaming babies on our shoulders, and you're like, we well, you have to see the fireworks. And I'm like, I know, but the babies are screaming. But like, he just <laughs> loves it. I'm gonna give my money for a mom, See, it always goes
2: back, time. Time. <laughs> it goes back
0: to that. It Always goes back to that. Wait, so wait. what about what made you think? Like, of, I feel like he would be the total opposite than he is here at Disney. Like, I could see. He will wear the like, I don't shirt. get into like, all
2: the Mickey stuff, but like, yeah, I just I enjoy know. the theme park. Yeah, yeah. Part his calendar
0: it. set and his, he's got an agenda. <laughs> oh, oh yes. you looked at that before. No, no. there's no I'm agenda just, with uh, three kids in a theme park. No, it just means he just like, he's there, like, we're going to be here the entire time. So do you like Disney as much as he does? I just
1: enjoy anything with the kids. So yes, I do. Um, I prefer Disney Cruise because yes, I get my little sunshine and it's a little bit slower pace. Then running through did a Did y'all just
0: go on a Disney just,
1: cruise? his mother, that was a Christmas gift for the boys this year. Okay. Jacob had to work, so he stayed home, but I enjoyed a lovely Disney cruise with the boys. I
0: feel like the Disney cruises are pretty fabulous. Like, the boats are really nice and stuff. They like really that. are. Okay. Have you ever done the Disney cruise and then done Disney a couple of days? We've done it. We did. Yes. We did
2: Disney for like a day and a half, and then uh, went over and did the cruise. That was about four or five years ago? Yeah, something
0: yeah, Disney would not be my choice of a vacation, but also don't have children. Well, and it's just a bunch of kids. Yeah. Just yeah, that's why I say Napa is like the Disney World. Napa for is my heaven.
1: So for our ten year anniversary, he asked me to pick a trip. He had met with a travel agent and he had three options for me, and it was some tropical. It
2: was. I yeah, it was like, like an all Mexico. inclusive. It was like Chicago or Napa. And she went with Napa,
1: and I didn't even think twice about it. He's
0: like, "Are you sure?" But the good news is he fell in now, love with Napa. Now I've too. Go back, really so get, we go. It seems like Yeah. Well, and the thing about when you go to Napa is you become very spoiled in your um mm. expectations and like your your price point increases a little bit. But I mean, there's good good wine. I feel like when I go to Napa, I can drink wine all day. All day. And I never I don't feel bad the next day.
1: It's the weather and it's the good wine.
0: Yeah. I haven't been to Napa in I probably haven't been in like seven or eight years. It's been a while. Um, I will say this: a place
1: we need to go back is New York. He actually
0: proposed to me in New York, and we haven't been back. So So I was actually going to ask that next question: one, who is who's more romantic between the two of you? Like, do you surprise her, Jacob, with stuff
2: every now and then? Probably not as often as I need to. Wait, (laughs) so we play that on the record? (laughs) On the record?
0: Do your you said your boys like notice everything and compliment? you like if be get your nails done is that something they learned from Jacob or do they just inadvertently like they're just sweet and no
1: so sometimes he doesn't notice those things however I will say he is romantic it's like my engagement was over the top I can tell that story in a minute but like he will just bring me flowers on like a Sunday and what I love is if one of the boys is at the store with him because then one we of the boys see. will carry it in yeah and I just he's always been so sweet about opening doors being respectful just just treating me with so much respect, and I want the boys to carry that on to their girlfriends and future wives. So I love when they can see that, and they do. Yeah, that's it.
0: I feel like Jacob's definitely a good role model as a dad. He is, for sure. It's important to him. He's not, you know, he didn't, like, say that out loud, but I think that it, I think that he is. So let's talk about how he proposed, because this, this sounds amazing. Do you want to tell the story? Okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: I kind of planned it. Um, (laughs) Kind (laughs) of. To the teacher. So, Courtney's college roommate actually had moved to New York City to to be an architect up there. And uh, she had planned, Courtney had planned a girl's trip. And they had a handful of girls going up there to visit and all this stuff. And I kind of backdoored my way into the trip Mm. uh, to propose. And um, she she had no idea about it. Um, So, I got to, it was a Saturday. I was going up there. And I was supposed to get there to Laguardia like not uh, like noon or something.
0: She didn't
1: know that you were coming. To she had no him. idea no, I, I was going. Okay. Um, in fact, I was aggravated because he wasn't answering his phone.
2: So let me get him. So like, I, I get to Baton Rouge Airport at like seven in the morning. Um, supposed to be at Laguardia for like noon. Uh, <clears throat> I was going to. Do some touristy things. It was like right after 9-11. A couple of years after 9-11. So I wanted to go see grounds here, all that stuff. And um, let's just say my flight got delayed. I ended up flying out of New Orleans Airport at 7 at night. Oh, crap. And my phone was dead because back then they just didn't have phone charges yeah. anywhere like they do now. So um, she couldn't get in touch with me. So I think we we're on the brink of destruction. as a couple at that point in time. <laughs> Perfect And then time. I showed up at the hotel at like midnight, and thank God her friend kind of knew where we were staying and everything, and, uh, you know, drug her, I guess, to the hotel bar to get her frustrations out, and um, just so happened I'm checking in the room, and her, you know, her best friend comes out and uh, sees me, and she's like, get your ass over here right now. And um, so we're like in the middle of the New Yorker hotel lobby, and she comes walking out, and it was like on the spot, you know. You know, all these people are clapping it and all so this other stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, so damn embarrassed. Oh my God. So wait, hold <laughs> on.
0: I feel like that's not what was supposed to happen. No.
2: No, like I was supposed to like go do the touristy thing, meet up with her. I don't know where. In Times
0: Square in a suit. I
2: guess it was Times Square. And I, like I had a suit and it, it was going to be all planned out. And, you know, I was in like Abercrombie shorts with a hat and a t-shirt and you're on you one knee proposing. Yeah. but
1: i think it was so romantic that way
0: everything happens for a reason jacob i was actually going to ask like when you talked about your flights i was gonna be like "Ooh, i wonder flying does flying drive you nuts because you have no control because it drives no, me no no i
2: love flying I'm like
0: he falls asleep
2: I-, I can sleep on flights people get yeah but when, they, like when
0: the flight gets delayed that doesn't give you like anxiety
2: no oh i mean it's out of my control yeah no. well,
0: that's a great way to put it i I'm, i get it i mean do i get, do I get
2: aggravated yeah but.
0: I get more stressed about that, and he's the calm one in those situations. Yeah, I'd say Patrick probably. Well, no, Patrick gets mad, but I get—I'm I, just like, I'm, we're never going to get there. We're literally never going to get there, you know? Like, especially nowadays, I feel like he might not actually get anywhere. Um, well, that was sweet. So you were surprised. Sorry. Were you super emotional because you're like pissed because I can't get in touch with him? And then here
1: he is. So the backstory to that is that he asked me to move in with him about a couple weeks before that. And I was so adamant I'm not going to live with you until we're engaged. And so the timing, he takes me to dinner. Um, for my birthday in May to Mansour's, It's candlelit piano. We come home, we open champagne. He doesn't propose. So I just feel like I'm on this roller coaster of emotions. Like you want me to move in, but you didn't propose. You take me to candlelight dinner and open champagne, you didn't propose. So yes, I went on the girls' trip and I was if he doesn't propose, when I get home, I am not moving in with him. And he needs to get it together. You know, it was just in a whole space. And my girlfriends so, knew like and like, at least
2: it ended, I think it was, like, the end of April or something. Right. So, like, May 1, you had nowhere to go. And um, so that <laughs> was, like, a two-week period. She was, like, kind of semi-moved in on the fence about but all still, this. still, like,
1: trying to hold know? my ground. Mm-hmm. It all
0: worked out. Yeah. Everything make, happens. Make her easy. sweat a little bit, Jacob. Yeah. She sure did. <laughs> <laughs> you might be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, did, I'm assuming you knew on when you took her to dinner for her birthday that you were going to propose...
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I had the ring, and yeah. I had a flight booked, and all that other stuff, so like, I mean, all I could do is kind of chuckle at it, you know, because she was all upset, you know, with these expectations.
0: Your poor friend, yeah. your your friends knew. So they all knew. They're this like, was like to work for you know, like, you're pissed. And they're probably they're trying, trying to, like, console
2: you. They yeah. like, probably want to be like, "Horny, he's going to come and propose. <laughs> right. and gonna be Nobody
1: cracked. No one told me. <laughs> so, that's cheers that's to them cool. for hanging no, in there. Like,
2: only one of them kind of stayed behind, or even worried about it. The rest were like. Yeah, the rest Paul, were just part partying party in, in New,
0: New York. Partying in New York, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. How, yeah. old, I mean, how old are you? 25? Hmm. We got married at
1: 25, I believe. So I guess this was 24.
2: got married in 07, so I proposed in 06. Yeah.
0: So where did y'all get married at?
1: We got married at St. Rita Church in Harrihan, which is where my mom and dad got married. So I wanted to have the, the wedding there. And then the reception was at Chateau Country Club. Okay. Was that fun? A blast. If you think he's a good time when you've seen him out, you should see our wedding video because he danced the entire night. Both of us did. Yeah. We made a rule that we were not gonna spend our wedding going, hug, hugging, kiss everybody. If you wanna see us come to the dance floor. We danced the entire night.
0: That's literally exactly what I said when me and Patrick. I was yeah. and, and look, I always tell people in this might come off wrong, but I feel like the bride makes the reception. Like when the bride and groom are having fun, oh, then the everybody reception has fun. is fun. Like I, my wedding day was the best day of my life. One, I love to be center of attention. And I was like, everybody's here for me. <laughs> and two, I wanted to dance. And we yes. had a DJ. We didn't have a band. So he played like good dancing That's music. We had
1: the Top Cats and the singer would come with this microphone in the <laughs> middle of our big circle of people dancing and would sing and let us sing. It was great. It was a great night.
0: That's awesome. Okay. Anything else, guys? I mean, I'm looking at the time. We booked this. We have three more minutes on Jacob's calendar, (laughs) and we will honor that. We didn't say this, though, Jacob. I just said that uh, you're a partner here, but you you oversee our audit area. Audit
2: department, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. which I have no idea what Jacob does on a daily basis (laughs) other than be really busy, and he probably doesn't. I don't think you know what I do on a daily basis, do
2: you? Kind of, sort of. <laughs> you know, I got a general idea,
0: but yeah, Jacob and I didn't. We just when I first started, you were probably a manager, right? At that point, you've been there for six years. Do you remember? I started in '06, no '09. Shoot, sorry.
2: Yeah, um, I think it was a manager, possibly a direct. I'm not sure.
0: No, I was here yeah. whenever you got promoted to director, you to direct and I was at like the a, huh? at the same
2: time. Huh? Got promoted to director at the same time.
0: When you got promoted to director, I think I still didn't know what the hell I was doing and was scared of David Winkler on a daily basis. <laughs> so anyway, my point is that it was like a couple of years before, and it was the same thing with Tommy, because y'all were in just a different department. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it was whenever I became a director that we all kind of started to become friends.
1: And I feel like Audit, you're all over the place. Yes. Like, he's April. never just in the office. His cal- That's why his calendar is important, because he's in this town, in this town, yeah, he's I everywhere. From now
2: to April, I'll be in the office, you know, the- 10% of the time, I'll, yeah, I'll be all over, all yeah. over the Baton Rouge area. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: so, um, and you enjoy being an auditor, Jacob?
2: I've been doing it for 17 <laughs> years.
0: Well, I was wondering. I don't <laughs> think
2: there's any looking back at this point.
0: <laughs> did you know that you wanted to do audit?
2: Yeah, I I actually had an internship in La Plata, a um, silver so priority in Laplace, um, when I was at Southeastern, and I did, I worked with him. And did uh tax tax returns and bookkeeping for like a year and a half so I did not like going and sitting in the same office every single day yeah I, you know, I like I wanted to change the scenery on a daily basis and that's kind of why I um, chose the audit just to get out um, you know I had I had three offers coming out of Southeastern, and they all were like tax offers you know? and I told every single one of them not tax yeah them, you
0: know? Well, it's good Tommy you. wanted me
2: to do tax and I like that
0: yeah, uh, I would. I mean, I've said this before on the podcast. I would hate to do tax. I don't even do my own tax return. I know enough about what we do in our area, but there's sometimes that like partner emails go around about like the Falcon Winkler tax and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'm mean, whatever want to do, and I'm good with that. <laughs> if y'all, if the four of y'all think it's good, I'm on board. That's fine. So anyway, thank y'all so much for being here. You wait, I, I want to. I, oh, I have two questions. Here we go. Just to um, you know. End it. What's your favorite thing about each other? Aww. You can go first, Courtney.
1: <laughs> I just, he is so loving and just for me, he's always been loving and I love that so much. But for me, watching him as a dad and watching him with those boys, it's just so special. My heart is so full. The boys literally fight over who's going to get the first hug when he gets home from work. And you know, that's why the mornings are so special because he comes in kind of late from work. And they're already in their pajamas, but they run to the door. And so I love how loving you are to me and especially the boys. That's my thing.
2: Yeah, same same kind of same here. Just, um, I mean, she takes care of the kids, raises the kids, takes care of the household. I mean, she's a great support system for me in my career, you know. Yes, she is.
0: I can. I can second that. Okay, what was your second question? Uh, and the other one was like the best piece of marriage advice that you've ever been given or learned along the way.
1: I don't know. I'm really putting you on the spot. Uh, yeah. God, I mean, so. I am, See, um, I didn't ask these I'm questions. I'm terrible
2: about you know those advice, quick decision techniques. I don't know. Why I have something.
1: That you. So you have to have fun together from the very beginning. And I'll say this: when we dated, we would go out dancing. We'd go to dinner. We always had fun. And now, even with three kids, almost 15 years later, we have fun. If we're going on a date, I still get so excited to get dressed up and we're going to go drink wine and we're going to go to this fancy restaurant or we're just going to go wherever and go dance. Anytime I'm with him, we have fun, whether it's as a family or just together. But have fun and be, be best friends. Have fun together.
0: I really feel like it's obvious that you guys do that, too, because just from seeing, I mean, like y'all make each other a priority. You know what I mean? And I think that again, outsider looking in when you have three kids and life is so busy, I feel like it's very easy to just, that becomes your life, you know, but you have to make time for each other. And if you don't prioritize those date nights
1: and those outings, yes, you can drown in just the calendar and the things to do and keeping up with the house. And then like
0: years go by and you're like, we haven't been on a date on our vacation together. I mean, y'all still go on adult vacations you know so I think that um you know I think that's like a true testament to how strong males marriage is in relationships so great role models for people so thank you very much Jacob you can get back to work now
2: <laughs> I'm not checking my phone at
0: all we really appreciate it thank you Courtney <laughs> thank for you. taking time out of your day and uh, to all our listeners I hope that you enjoyed this one we do have the Uh, February book, Reminders of Him. We've actually gotten some comments on that by Colleen Hoover. So, yeah. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.